Blog Talk Radio. Black Bone, advocated on your behalf by covering news and Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Oh. Welcome to the National Black Forum. Hey, it's Saturday, August, what is it, August 15th, yeah, 2015. Wow, this year is gone, yeah. This year we're into the ninth month of uh, the year. Make that the eighth month, yeah, freshman game count. Come on, son. Where you at tonight? Get the heat in it. Well, I'm going to offer a disclaimer before we get started here. The husband has worked his behind off today, y'all. Getting ready for company. Getting ready for company, y'all. Hushmore has worked his behind off today. Getting ready for company. You know, you, you, you're glad to see your company, but i tell you what. You, <laughs> you, you, uh, you pay for that uh, gladness. There's a downside to it because you wind up working uh, extra hard. This house ain't been this, my house ain't been this cleaning since the last time I had company, y'all. Now we ain't got no paper in here, we, <laughs> but we <laughs> we're pretty comfortable <laughs> the way we are. We don't uh, wake up uh, mopping the, uh, the floors every day. Hushmos did everything today from cut the grass to mop the floors to putting up drapes to putting up uh gazebo on the patio. We you know, we <laughs> hey uh welcome to National Black National Black Four, where I'm about us to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on blog talk, yeah. We uh don't like to don't like to go there. We like to keep everything on the even keel out here. Uh, we advocate advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody. Now don't y'all start calling. We love everybody. Just by default, we find ourselves advocating for that. By default, we find ourselves advocating for that community. The Lord knows. We need all the advocacy we can get, yeah. We live in crazy times in 2015. These are crazy times. Folks are attacking us on all sides. Our community is under attack from all sides, financially, uh, socially, uh, uh, judicially. Yeah, we're under attack from all quarters, yeah. We have to uh, stay vigilant. We have to... Uh, Put up a defense. Not only do we have to put up a defense, we have to uh, uh, generate some offense 
we have to generate some offense ourselves. We can't. You can't play uh, defense all the time. Sometimes you've got to have the ball. What we've been doing for far too long is playing defense. We play great defense, too, by the way. Oh, we play some great defense, but we we got to generate some offense here, too, y'all. Oh, yeah, we got to generate some offense. And uh, right now with the uh, situation as it is in the country today with young black males being been deprived of just about all of their uh, civil liberties. We have to uh, put up a strong offense. And 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 my uh, my first move, my offensive uh, play, uh, if you will, is uh, to demand uh, financial reparations. Yeah, to demand financial reparations for Americans of Afghanistan who lived prior to 1954, who suffered under separate equal. That's my that's my offensive move. That's my most powerful offensive move is to demand uh, from the Supreme Court, from the uh, judicial system, to go back and look at Brown and, and award uh, financial reparations based on uh, Brown overturning, set aside the Jim Crow laws that uh, Plessy uh, put in place in 1896. That Plessy put in place in 1896, Plessy uh, pretty much uh, took away all our 14 member protections in all facets of uh, the society, the workplace, the school place, the public place, causing serious economic injury for the next 90 years. Uh, yeah, we we won't uh, we won't. We want to be uh, reparated. We want reparations uh, for those injuries. We deserve it. We won that case. Thurgood Marshall uh, in the NAACP fought that thing for some 20, 25 years, uh, from 1930 all the way to 1954. They finally got uh, Plessy set aside. Plessy wasn't just about uh, school uh, integration. In fact, Plessy had nothing to do with school integration per se. That's it has to do with 14th Amendment rights being denied people of color, mainly Homer Plessy, who was pulled off a train in Louisiana in 1892 uh, based on his color, uh, uh, based solely on his color, and codified, that codified all the other separate equal laws that was part of the Jim Crow South um, uh, constitutions at the time from real estate dealers to public education to workplace equality to, you know, just a host of uh, uh, restraints on uh, American African ability to to move up the uh, economic strata here in the country. So now we're here talking about economic inequality. There's a reason for it, y'all. There's a reason that nobody want to talk about, and that is uh, the injuries suffered uh, under the separate equal Jim Crow laws here uh, in this country. Yeah, those laws did serious damage to me uh, and my family and my people. I was born here in Georgia in 1945 without 14th Amendment protections. 
that thing injured me for the rest of of my life until today. I was never properly reparated for uh, those injuries. Me and millions of other Americans after he said was never reparated, even though. Uh, the judge in that uh, Brown case uh, said that uh, the separate equal laws that was on the book was inherently unequal and injurious to uh, the plaintiffs. And injurious to the plaintiffs. That, that's not just about school integration at all because you can't just separate out. They talk about that was a narrow, defined decision on school integration. No, it was not. There's no way for it to be narrowly defined. 14th Amendment violations is 14th Amendment violations. If it covered uh, the entirety of the society and every aspect of American society uh, for 90 years after the Civil War, come on. You can't uh, uh, set something... uh, that was so broad in scope, like Plessy was, uh, uh, and, and here coming when uh, uh, Brown set it aside, you uh, uh, come up with this lame uh, uh, reasoning that uh, Brown was just a narrow uh, uh, decision focusing on uh, school uh, uh, integration. No, no. Because if it said Plessy aside, Plessy didn't have anything to do with uh, school integration. It had to do with 14th Amendment violations. Yeah, school uh, desegregation uh, is a 14th Amendment violation, but uh, so is every other aspect of of, uh, race being a uh, disqualifier for jobs for equal uh, uh, education, for access to public uh, facilities, uh, for just uh, access to uh, doing business in the public and real estate and everything else uh, where businesses uh, conducted uh, to the general public. Yeah. So, yeah, we... So that's our first office, and that's our first office. We're going to perfect that move. We're going to perfect uh, uh, that reparations move. We're going to have that our number one office uh, out here on the Hushville Black Forum. That's what we do. That's what we're about. We're about claiming reparations for the millions of Americans of African descent who were born prior to 1954, who was directly, directly, uh, uh, Impacted by the separate equal laws, yeah. Who was and that was everybody who was born. Every member reference Well, you were born in the north, the south, the east, the west. It didn't matter, y'all. It didn't matter because Plessy uh, uh, codified those separate equal laws. It's a federal law. It's a federal law. Uh, yeah, federal law supersedes any state law. So, uh, uh, it matters not where uh, you were born or lived prior to 1954. If you lived in Ohio and ventured south of that basin ditch, you had to carry your behind to the back of that bus, to the back of that train. If uh, white folks was in that same car with you, you had to carry your butt 
uh, to the back of the bus. I don't care if you was a northerner or southerner or westerner or whatever. If you was American of African descent, you was impacted by uh, the separate equal Jim Crow laws that was in place at the time. Voting rights was impacted. All of that. So we're going to be, you know, that's our offensive play. Reparations is our offensive play. Now, there's hundreds of other offensive moves that we need to incorporate in our office. There's a ton of more offensive plays that we need to generate. That's just mine. The Hushmos, now a lot of folks just like uh, uh, to uh, uh, go after uh, reparations for uh, slavery. Make that case. Make that part of our our offense. I'm with you. We can, yeah, we don't, we can, we'll run that play. We'll run that play. But we, we, we got more than one play. Mine is reparation. Based on the separate equal laws. Mine is reparation <coughs> based on separate equal laws. <coughs> For Americans of Africa, they said, born prior to 1950, I'm narrowly defined in my reparation request. Now, there's a lot, of, like I said, there's a lot of plays that can be ran uh, uh, off that reparation uh, reparations claim there's a lot of plays that can be ran off of that I'm running mines off of uh, the separate equal laws I'm telling I want to challenge that that's I'm not advocating going back to court relitigating anything I said we won the case already in Brown I said Brown gave us a victory Brown gave us a victory uh, uh, in that uh, separate equal thing that uh, should have brought forth uh, financial reparations in 1954. And the reasoning uh, uh, is that it didn't is because, uh, well, there are dumb, uh, numerous reasons. Uh, one of them would be an intimidation uh, from the court uh, uh, urging Thurgood Marshall not to uh, petition that court for financial reparations at the time out of fear of white folks uh, getting pissed off in the South. Can you imagine the racial unrest? It didn't stop anything. There was racial unrest that continued, even though he didn't petition the court. That was still uh, Emmett Till occurred in 1955, a year after they hung him, burned him. 1963, they blew up a church, killing uh, some of our precious uh, young ladies. So now, uh, <clears throat> Racial unrest uh, continued, and uh, in fact, it uh, went on an upswing after that Brown ver- uh, verdict. <laughs> it increased <clears throat> without asking for any, without petitioning that court for financial reparations. And I say that uh, there's no uh, statute of limitation on when we can petition the court. There's no statute uh, for the simple reason there's no statute of limitation on genocide. There's no statute of limitation on genocide, y'all. No, it's not. And that's what the, the separate equal laws amounted to genocide. Yeah, I guess Americans are African descent. It amounted to genocide. Hundreds, if not thousands, was killed and died 
uh, during that period, during that uh, 90 uh, plus years after the Civil War, uh, without any uh, uh, recompense. So yeah, that's 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 our uh, that's our office of play going forward. Reparations based on the separate equal laws codified by Plessy that uh, was set aside by Brown. That's the framework of that play we're running. That's the framework of it. We're going to run it to perfection because that's all we're going to talk about. That's all. That's the only play that we're running. Now, like I said, there's a hundred more. There's a hundred more plays that can be ran off that uh, reparations argument. And we need to run them all, yeah. We need to run all of those plays. Whether it be for slavery, whether it be for uh, you name it, uh, civil rights violations or any sort of uh, 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 various degrees, we we can run a number of plays off of that uh, reparations claim. Mine is that America was born prior to 1954. America's African and was injured financially, economically, socially, and uh, just about every other way uh, you can imagine uh, we were injured, uh, preventing us from uh, Preventing us from uh, maintaining or climbing up uh, equally uh, uh, with uh, the rest of society. We're going to make that argument, y'all. That's our that's our number one play. Reparations based on Fourteenth Amendment uh, uh, violations. For America's record is sent born prior to 1954. What's going on in the world, y'all? We don't know. Uh, so much is happening. Donald Trump, y'all. <laughs> Donald Trump is still leading the Republican. <laughs> Can you imagine if uh, we had a Democratic? Uh, uh, Vagabond like Donald Trump running uh, for president with the uh, with the freaking uh, how freaked out the Republicans would be. Can you imagine the jokes that can you imagine what would happen if we had a uh a minstrel like Donald Trump uh, running for president on the Democratic side. And this guy's leading the poll, y'all. He's leading the poll by a long way. Mm. He's leading the poll by a long way. I don't know why. I don't know. That's something up here. I mean, I ain't mad at Donald Trump. <laughs> I sure would hate that. I sure would hate for him to become president, but I ain't mad at it. Hmm. I'm not mad at Donald Trump at all. Oh, I'd hate for him to be president, no doubt. You talking about a real a joke, 
<laughs> You're talking about a real joke, guy. But not only a joke, a danger for the country here. A danger for the country. And we had someone like that with his hands on the nuclear bomb, with, his, uh, with control of the uh, nukes that we have, Donald Trump. <laughs> Come on. He's probably a pretty good business uh, man, no doubt. <laughs> He's probably a pretty good business man, but. Uh, I'm not going to make Donald Trump the president, you know. Not me if I rule the world. If I rule the world, Donald Trump would not be president of this country. Purely on his uh, politics instincts. I don't, I don't think you, you need a real politician to be president, I'm sorry. That's why you need a real politician to be president. You know, some rich people uh, who's held that office. I mean, Kennedy is a Kennedy. He worth a billion dollars to date. John F. Kennedy was a politician. That's all he ever did. Donald Trump went out uh, making money by hook or crook. <laughs> he said by every legal tool at his disposal, including bankruptcy, uh, three or four businesses laying off thousands of that's all part of making money in the capitalistic uh, system that we live in. Yeah. That's all part of it. Bankruptcy is part of it. Somebody anybody else filed bankruptcy they all over somebody said the fifty cent filed bankruptcy. Fifty cent ain't been no broke than our but uh Eric, that's a big deal with Donald Trump filed filed bankrupt. Uh, nobody even uh blink an eye. He bankrupt all his assets in uh Atlantic City, and he's proud of it. He said, I got out of that just in time. No better than he laid, laid off over thousands of uh, people. Some 1,100 workers were displayed by his using uh, uh, every means necessary, by any means necessary, as he characterized it. And I mean, it. I mean, he uh, uh, he's, he's using a system to uh, the best of his uh, to his advantage. He's using that capitalistic system to his advantage. But uh, he better come up with some solution. The country has got serious, serious problems. You know that we need a serious, serious man. Uh, a serious politician, by the way, to uh, lead us out of it. I ain't buying this. Uh, Washington needs something different. Washington don't need anything different when it comes to political skills. When it comes to political skills, we need a, a political savvy uh, person in that office. We just need an honest uh, uh, political savvy person with some bright ideas for the country. And uh, uh, one of the things we need to do is uh, get that sorry, do nothing Congress office behind and demand that they do their job. Uh, that's that's the problem. 
the Congress is a problem, you know. They've not done that one thing since this president of Africa has been in office that would uh, help the average American here. They have not done one thing. They reeled against everything he tried to do. Oh, he got some things done, you know, in spite of in spite of this headwind that he uh, found himself up against, he got a tremendous amount uh, done in his last six years. I'm proud of him to know he is. This guy got a lot of stuff doing under some of the most dire uh, circumstances. He got a lot accomplished, huh? Hey, uh, it's about, uh, well, 24 after, what is it, 20, 25 minutes after 7, y'all, in the ATL. It's a beautiful weekend here uh, in the ATL. This, the 90 degree weather has abated temporarily. Temporarily. I mean, yeah, it's going to hot weather. We still in summer, y'all. It's, it's still summer, let me tell you. But right now, I mean, uh, we had 90 degrees so long, 88 feel, <laughs> 88 feel cool. <laughs> now, you said something there. We had 90 so long that 88 feel cool. <laughs> hey. Well, I left a crew in there working on hanging some uh, drinks, y'all. Now, I got to go see how they... Coming along, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls here and go check on the workers. You know, that's what we're wearing about nine hats here. We do that too, y'all. We supervise drapery hanging uh, in between uh, doing this show. Oh, we multitask now. We can multitask, and that's what we're doing here tonight. So, y'all hang in there. We're going to take a quick pause for the call. Advocated on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, uh, welcome back to the National Black Forum series, August 15, 2015. Uh, I was going this year is moving right along here. Well, you know, time don't stand still. Time ain't never still still. Tiger missed the cut in the PGA Championship today. Shot a 74. But he shoots these four overs today, so he, he missed the cut by two. I think the cut was two over. This ain't bad. I mean, he's right there. Two less bogeys. He went in there. Uh, he's close. I mean, not close. We're close, Kelly, y'all. Horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> Horseshoes and hand grenade, because you ain't got to have no direct hit with a hand grenade. And it, that thing can do some serious damage to you, y'all. I know. <laughs> the Hushmo know firsthand. Know what a hand grenade can do. And it don't have to be a direct hit. It do not have to be a direct hit, y'all. Uh, but uh, golf, now that's something a little different. When they start calculating uh, who's going to make the cut and who's not, that thing gets to be down to a pretty good science. Uh, it get down to be a pretty good science. I mean, I think you got to be within 10 of the lead on the second day by the end of the second round. Uh, that's going to determine what a cut land is. Some kind of way. Uh, the league was like 11 under or 9 under, maybe. Two over. That's a pretty uh, straightforward formula for figuring it out. And uh, that magical number was two over par for the two rounds, Thursday and Friday. They'll allow you to uh, play the weekend. Now, Tiger's, Tiger's in the gym because he's got to, now he got to go try, <laughs> he, he got to go up to North Carolina and play in this tournament next week. He ain't never playing this thing. The Greenboro Open or something to try to qualify for the FedEx thing at the end of the year. He's almost in a must-win situation, you know, and he could win it. He could win anytime he's in a tournament. Anytime Tiger's in a tournament, y'all, he's got a chance to win that thing. Let me tell you, that's how, that's the kind of golfer this guy is. I mean, he's having some issues, but, but anytime that guy, but his resume, anytime, anytime he's uh, on the golf course, Hit it off on Thursday. He got a chance to win that thing, yeah. Yeah, a serious sin. Cross TV rays don't go through the sky. <laughs> That's just a bonus for the networks. They're going to make all kind of money when he's in it.
Tiger, where we at? Yeah, now let's see where we at. But yeah, Tiger's still a big, big draw. Still a big, powerful name in, in golf, the biggest single draw in the game. It's the biggest single draw, commercial, they speak it in the game today. Oh, yeah. Even today. He's the biggest draw. Even today. The sleep guy. Something like me. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we at there. But somebody from Australia, John, well, he's that thing last I've seen. I don't know where that thing's at there.
still talking about Hillary Clinton's email. Bernie Sanders is drawing enormous crowds, you But you know, I'm voting for Bernie as long as I can vote for him. I don't know how long he's going to be in front of him. He's my, he's my candidate right now. I like I like Hillary now. She did the general election. I'm going to vote for Hillary. I guess the Republican, I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm just voting for Bernie up until then. I think she's a fine candidate. Wouldn't make a fine president. I just think Bernie would shake things up so much that uh, it would be good for the country. <laughs> for uh, socialists to get uh, in office, a declared socialist to uh, take command of the White House. Yeah, oh yeah, he, he pick up some votes now too. He pick up some old bumper votes. He pick up some old racist folks that's around to get the president. This building raised Bernie Sanders to pick some of those folks up. Oh, yeah, because they, you know, they can't use race against Bernie. They can't use race against Bernie, huh? Yeah. Facebook friends, how y'all doing out there? I don't know. I haven't heard, I haven't heard from anybody. Uh, Got a got a call in, a free call in number one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. Free call in to the National Black Forum for anybody who wanna chime in with their two cents. Out we don't take many calls out here. We will. We will take a call or two. We we normally like to talk out like to talk out to the audience. We <laughs> Not because we don't, uh, not because we're afraid of uh, uh, a dialogue with anyone. It's just that uh, we uh, we have a set uh, a set program already set up, and we'd like to get that in. And then if you uh, have some uh, something to say, give us a go. We we entertain you. Like I said, we are. We'll definitely entertain a call or two. Get you in where you fit in. Yeah. School start back next next week, y'all. Uh, the high school will be back in school again. I know we're taking Espanol. <laughs> Espanol and college algebra. We got some more of this algebra here, y'all. College algebra coming up. And uh, that thing almost kicked my butt. That was just a refreshing course, this last one. Although I did get a B in it, so wow, that was pretty good. It's pretty good, y'all. For me, I did, uh, you know, for me, someone been out of school 40, 50 years. That was pretty good. I was proud of that B. This last this last summer course, music appreciation in American government. I got an A in music appreciation and a B in American government. I thought I would have at least an A in American government, but somehow the husband went to sleep on one test. I bring home just at that. I don't know what we're thinking about. I, I feel worse. 
about that long school and that drill that was put together. That one test really, I'm flabbergasted how I could possibly have a score of 74 on a bring home. That one thing I got cocky and didn't read, didn't do the proper uh, due diligence. Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, is that that's another word for not uh, looking at the book, you know, uh, which I should have, you know. Uh, I put two hours in on it, and that's it. Just to finish the test, there, why not? What I said before, I, you know, and I have some problems with the book. And the book is biased in a certain way in some areas, but I can't, you know, I'm a student, I can't, uh, I can't rewrite the book. I can't rewrite that book, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna always have some. I'm gonna always be opinionated about what somebody else writes. I don't care how much of an authority they are. If they uh, got history wrong, I'm gonna call them out on it. They got history wrong. I'm gonna call them out. So hold up, <laughs> something's wrong here. Yeah, you you got this that and say that. Something is wrong. Yeah, if the, uh, the government of we the people is foreign to uh, my 70 years of living uh, under uh, this government, and uh, <laughs> this book is foreign to a lot of my uh, own analysis uh, of uh, what goes on in this democracy, I'm, I'm going to tell you about it. I don't know, I'm not going to just gloss it over and agree with everything that's in that book. I'm not a kid. I'm not going to do that. I, I don't know. I just want to
Hey, uh, we uh, just got a new bleep. We're trying to see what's going on here in New York. I had a bleep in the airlines uh, system up there. And I don't know if it's Kennedy or uh, LaGuardia. One of those uh, airports had a, blitz, a glitch in the computer systems uh, affecting airlines in New York and Washington. Well, one of those two airports are affected by some kind of screw up in the computer system, y'all. It'll affect a lot of different airports. I don't know, but my relatives is coming from Ohio. It looks like they got out of that place all right. Looked like they got out of that place already just in time, I made there. Because, yeah, that could screw up things. A lot, a lot of the planes coming to Atlanta from up around Akron, Ken, uh, the plane originates in New York. Come through Akron and pick up folks, and then come on down to uh, the ATL. But uh looks like, thank God, they uh, got got in under the... Uh, the file up up there in New York. You know, <clears throat> I'm worried. I'm starting to worry about all of these uh, glitches in the airline systems and stuff like that. Nothing could be more dangerous to the traveling public, yeah, than a, a malfunction with the airline computer systems. I, you know, that's that uh, really bear watching. The government's gonna have to step in and step it up to uh, see what's going on there. To see exactly what's going on with the uh, our uh, with our computer uh, uh, system, see, make sure that uh, those days are not being compromised by some person with uh, some real will will toward the uh, to the uh, public to the American public. Oh, huh? yes, that's the number one job of uh, government protecting citizens. <laughs> And this cyber thing is a whole new phenomenon of the cyber warfare that uh, seems to be cranking up. It's a whole, uh, it's a whole new phenomenon. Now we, <laughs> oh, that's uh, we can, uh, we can play uh, a cyber warfare game too. Oh yeah, we we some of the best. Mm-hmm. We some of the best when it comes to hacking other people's computers. Now. They want to get involved in that. We we can uh, we can do some, we can do some things, yeah. Oh, that's been working in IT for 40 years. Uh, I know a little about computers. I know a little about computers, you know. I wouldn't be around and trying to hack nobody's computer. But I, I know we got people capable of doing it. We got a ton of uh, experts capable of doing it here in this country. They just want to uh, all while all out cyberspace war, I feel comfortable that we, the United States, uh, can hold its own. Oh, yeah, can hold its own. Uh, let me tell you, <laughs> they can hold their own 
to uh, cyber warfare. Um, it's kind of better known. They better know it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We was up half the night last night trying to get ready for my company. We didn't get to bed till after 3 o'clock this morning. Now, the company's just getting in here. We got to entertain them for the rest of the evening. We got to see how that's going to work, if it's going to work, how it's going to work, and if it's going to work. <laughs> we. Uh, because uh, we're about uh, we're about halfway drained when it comes to energy job. We're about drained, I tell you that. When it comes to uh, when it comes to our energy level, we might just fall out on the company while we entertain them right in the middle of a, a sentence we may doze off yeah <laughs> we uh the old collarbone was healing uh the next we uh fractured our collarbones i guess that we this has been three weeks we are over three weeks ago now. Three or three weeks has passed. There's so we into the fourth week of it. I don't know the doctor. Something's going to take from six to eight weeks for it to, so I can get back to using my arm with some movement. Right now I can't lift this thing above my head. It's healing, but it's a slow process. Got to kind of keep a stable lad or do as little as possible with it. But you can work around the house thinking you uh, do it as little as possible. Find yourself doing more than what you should be doing. And uh, one thing about that collarbone, it'll let you know there's still there's still some issues there. So uh, just get ready for my get ready for my company and. Uh, And it was just normal chores around the house. Like I said, we done cut the grass, we done <laughs> hung drapes, we we we've done quite a, a few things and they mopped the floor. Uh just <laughs> somebody in the peanut gallery y'all trying to be funny. There's always there's always one comedian in the peanut gallery who uh want to be a comedian, and, and really not, but they want to be. There's, all, there's always one uh, in the peanut gallery who won't want to be a comedian. We made up a bunch of tea, though. should give us a little energy, y'all. Uh, made up some of our thorn tea. Yeah, we make thorn tea, y'all. Uh. We drink thorn tea. Anybody know what thorn, the crown thorn is? A crown thorn, if you ever seen the picture of Jesus of Nazareth, that thing you wear, wear as got around his head on the crucifixion, when he's hanging on that cross, those uh, thorns he got wrapped around his head, well, that's a crown thorn. That's what's got one of those things growing in his garb. 
It's all kind of medicinal. Medicinal. Medical uses for the thing. Uh, from tea to you can have extract all kind of other different uh, uh, medical uh, uh, things from it. It's a crown thorn. Yeah, I think you're everything from blandness to some other things I won't see out here. But it's a jack of all trades, y'all. That thing, I swear by it. Don't y'all swear by it. I said, I swear by it. I found it to be quite beneficial to me. So I, I cooked me up a pot of it today, uh, freshly. I got this thorn, uh, this thorn plant in my yard. I trimmed it the other day, and I got a fresh batch of tea. I put honey in it, added some honey. It's like yellow root. It's about me with yellow root kind of tastes like that. It's bitter, like green tea. But uh, you can sweeten it up. I, I sweeten a, a portion of it up for me. Put some honey in it. I like it with honey. Ah, nice and refreshing. That's nice and refreshing, y'all. Let's see if this is the wife coming back with the company. No, I couldn't be here that soon. She went to the airport to grab them. I'm going to be cutting off here when my company get in. We're going to sign off a little early this evening so I can properly greet my company. Y'all don't mind. Y'all, don't, y'all ain't gonna miss the high school. We'll be right next week, same time, same place. Uh, what's that? The 22nd, August 22nd. We've got a anniversary coming up on the uh, 19th, yeah. 19th of August, 819th of our anniversary here. It's coming up uh, this coming Wednesday. Y'all want to wish the National Happy Anniversary kid. Uh, It's, uh, it'll be, uh, about 48 years, y'all. Uh, 48, 7 for 5 is what? This is 5, yeah, 7. We, we, uh, titled 9 and 67. What was that? 7 from uh, 5 is 8. So it's 48 years. We're coming up on the 48th anniversary. That's, in itself is a miracle. I'm proud of that, by the way. Anybody see marriage in the hospital? It's got to be a, a strong, a strong, strong uh, first lady. And uh, about a half is just that. She has to be to put up with much in it again for 48 years. So, yeah, we... Uh, we're going to be getting out of town for a short while, Let's try to celebrate occasions. Go fly down to San Juan, San Juan, Puerto Rico. That's the 51st state, y'all. Y'all are about to might as well be sending for sending those folks collecting uh, the welfare off of the tax fair. And uh, just the nature of the beach, huh? I'm not, I'm not putting Puerto Rican down. Uh, uh, I like, I love San Juan. But the state facts here. Seven percent of those folks on welfare. 
Brady should have lost. Brady's losing two to nothing. Losing two to nothing to Arizona. Arizona's in town. I don't know anything about Arizona. I think uh, just uh, just to speak for uh, Upton, brother. Justin Upton played for before we came to us a couple of years ago. I don't know why we ever got rid of Justin Upton. I don't know. Something, something happened. Don't ask me. Some, somebody know. Some, somebody much, much smarter than I was pulling the strings there. Uh-uh, what am I doing now? I didn't have nothing to do with that. Uh-uh, that's not going to have anything to do with that. Somebody way above my pay grade. <laughs> Somebody way, way above my pay grade that made that call. That wasn't me. That's, uh, so I would have probably kept Justice and uh, Jason Haywood both. Those two guys will still be on my team. I, you know, I ain't letting any of those young folks go. I'm saying they're both long-term contracts, you know? I don't see nothing in the, in the pipeline as good as either one of those two guys. I got my outfield covered. All you got to do is sign them and let them play for the next 10 years. Why? I'll take a chance on all this craziness. Sign what you got. Sign the players you got. You got them in full and go with it. I mean, make a decision. Somebody's going to pay those guys. Why not you? Somebody, you're going to pay somebody. Now you're going to win. So why not pay these two players that you're familiar with? That's heck of a player. Better than anything in your pipeline. Why not pay them? Why not pay them, y'all? I don't know. Somebody, can somebody tell me? Why not pay these two guys? Let's go out there and see. We had a card to sign for some reason. Why? What was that? We thought we had. Well, you know, you go mess around with these ATM machines, uh, you think you got one thing. <laughs> you think you got one thing. And, uh,. <laughs> You might not have that, what you think you have. <laughs> hey, you, you think you got one thing in that, in that, in that thing. And, and you come to find out that ain't what you actually got. Let's see what's going on here with the Hushmore account. We thought we had something, but we apparently didn't have it because we... Excuse me. They gave that thing back to the Hushmore and says, uh, that thing declined, Hushmore. You better try something else to pay me. We can't take that. So, wow. What's up with that? What's up with that? Announcement. Continually improved our customer experience is very important. Oh, this is, whoa. What's going on here? Minus. Oh, what's going on here? Oh, what's going on here now? Ninety dollars. Ninety dollars from where? 
these dollars in the nearest ninety dollars from where? Ninety dollars from where? Over here at forty nine. Let's go leave you with a dollar. Ninety dollars. Ninety dollars and four cents. Where's that from?